a prominent focus on women in wrestling, our Wrestling Gal podcast showcases a unique perspective in and outside the world of professional wrestling, sharing insight, interviews, and discussions with special guests and me, your host, Ella J. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today, I am joined by a fast rising star, Bailey McRoberts. So how are you today? I'm doing wonderful today. How are you? I'm fantastic to be speaking with you today all about your journey, obviously, in pro wrestling. We'll talk graphic design and so much more today. But I wanted to start off because you kind of had an interesting start to your career. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You made your in-ring debut a couple months just before the start of the pandemic. Yeah, I started in <laughs> January of 2020. So. Yeah, so that has to be really, really tough because you're basically starting out in this like new career, basically, and kind of starting off in a fast pace, and then it all of a sudden just comes to an abrupt stop. So what do you think has kept you motivated or focused both in and outside the ring the last two and a half years? Um, I would say... I mean, when the pandemic happened and we were, like, not able to do shows or anything, uh, I watched it on TV, obviously. Uh, that kept me pretty motivated with that. Um, outside of that, I was motivated because I had to do school. I had to do my job at the nursing home. So uh, it kept me busy and kept me doing things and not just sitting inside my house like, when will this end? So Yeah. So, I mean, you graduated last year, I would assume, right? Maybe? Yeah. yeah. So 2021. So, I mean, for a full like year and a half year, you were still wrestling, working at the nursing home and going to school. So how do you even like balance even a social life or even staying fit in all of that too? Um, I luckily at the nursing home, I worked as the activities director. So I was always up and about and doing stuff. So that kind of kept me being able to stay in shape and stuff because I was always doing something. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, a lot of my social life was wrestling. So, uh, because I was very, um, to myself, especially my junior, senior year of high school. So I didn't really talk to anybody or if I did talk to him, I was just like, Hey, come to this show. I'm doing this. But, um, yeah, so I was able to balance it pretty well. I feel like that's a skill not a lot of people have, you know, especially growing, you're basically still growing up with wrestling too, while also having to go to school and all of that. So kudos to you. I'm also like a natural introvert kind of myself, ironically. Yeah. So I totally understand that too. But I mean, you've been bold in other aspects of your life with experimentation with your hair. We've seen a few oh, evolutions yeah. and reiterations of that. We've <laughs> seen blonde, we've seen red, we've seen pink and blue and of course black now <laughs> so would you say that those changes were more strategically planned out or more so spontaneous and just experimenting with the new look um for a long time I wasn't able to dye my hair just because I didn't it, my parents were like no you can't do that or they were yeah. like listen just wait give it a couple years uh once I got a job it was more spontaneous I just started doing colors because they were like yeah you can experiment with your hair sure Dress code's fine, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> would you would you say you have a, a favorite look so far, or one that you kind of want to experiment still with that you haven't yet? Oh, I did like a uh, 
like a very dark pink hair color at some point, and I love it so much. And if it weren't for my new job where I am, I would be going back to it without a second thought. Yeah, the upkeep of that. I've dyed, I dyed my hair pink once, like just the ends in Ooh. high school. And then the next morning, 90% of it was on my pillow. So <laughs> I obviously it depends what brand and stuff you use, but I, I think pink would be a great look on you, yeah. obviously. If maybe even it could just be a temporary one you could just have to the ring and then it'd be gone by the time work comes along. I don't know. But I feel like along with your overall presentation is obviously your entrance music. So before we dig deeper into that, I know you were toying around with switching your entrance thing from Diamante to the band Hailstorm. So have you officially changed yet or are you still with Diamante right now? Uh, I love Diamante. Uh, she's my favorite artist, but I did end up changing it to Hailstorm. Because okay. I kind of had a bit of a character change, so. Okay. So we've seen a little bit of a character change for you. Can you kind of give us, like, the overall vibe and the song now by Hailstorm that you're going under? So the vibe, basically, because um, my character change was basically just, I had gotten to a point, I was so down and so just against myself and what I was doing. I was like, these people don't even care anymore. What am I doing wrong? that I kind of just flipped a little bit, kind of flipped the switch a little bit and was like, all right, you know what? It's time to change. It's time to stop worrying about it. So uh, it's the vibe was very much looking for a darker, um, a darker tone with the music. Cause when I had Diamante, it was super like um, not poppy, but super hyped up and you were like, yeah. And with Hailstorm, it kind of switched from that to, oh, okay. This, this is a little bit different than what we've seen. So, Can you tell us the name of the song in case listeners want to check it out? Oh, it is Wicked Ways by Hailstorm off their latest album. Okay, okay. Sounds a little bit like you said, kind of like kind of you snapped and I feel like it goes along perfectly with it. But you did say obviously Diamante is your favorite artist. And I mean, outside of your theme, you've spoken very highly of her and her music. So do you have any other song recommendations off of their music playlists? I'm very curious. Um, So I have a couple songs that I absolutely love okay. um, from Diamante. Uh, what's it called? My Kind of Love by her. Um, obviously the fight like a girl song is one of my favorites. Um, she also did American dream and, um, what's it called? Wake up call, which is a very, uh, like kind of pick yourself up mm -hmm. after you fall song. And so it's one of my favorites. I love it. Okay. And I feel like they kind of, obviously I feel like they're not probably all pump up songs. I would assume there's probably some versatility in there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So overall, what would you say is your general music taste like? Um, it's very I'm trying to think like I very much like the alternative rock, but it's also kind of um kind of heavy or kind of uh I can't think of a way to describe the genre, but there's some that's like uh like Scene Queen is another one I listen to. She's very poppy, but also a lot of metal in it. Mm -hmm. So it's a mix of uh, alternative and metal and pop a little bit. Okay, some versatility in there. Have you gotten to see any of your favorite artists live before? Um, Not any of those, but my first concert that I got to go to, and the only one I've been to was Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. So that was a highlight of 2020 before the pandemic. 
Oh my gosh, you have to tell me more about that, especially for your first concert. What was that overall experience like? Oh, it was insane. Like I got there and there was so many people and it was so loud and we were like not not in the mosh pit area but we were a little bit outside of it but it was really cool we got to take pictures with the opening act they had at the time uh that was pretty cool ended up becoming a bigger name and a band that I listened to so that was a pretty cool experience Hopefully you get to experience concerts again soon. I know your schedule's probably really hectic, but now that music and concerts are kind of back now, I feel yeah. like that's got to be another stop, especially Diamante. I think they, I think she went on tour recently last year, from what I recall seeing or something, or maybe earlier this year. So hopefully you get to experience some of them soon. Yeah, she did a tour with Shinedown, and it actually was oh. nearby. I almost went to it like I was ready and gonna buy the tickets but then I had a piece of my car that got messed up so I was like that's adulting for you (laughs) I was like man so close yeah that's 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 adulting for you unfortunately I wish sometimes we could just go back to our childhood and not have to you know prioritize stuff and and just have fun (laughs) all the time but you know unfortunately it can't always be but I mean talking about your childhood I mean your your dad wild thing Chuck McRoberts was also one of your childhood heroes so can you tell me more about why he means so much to you and or inspires you So he has been wrestling for as long as I can remember. And with that and with my mom leaving when I was a young age and him being the one taking care of me, uh, he was always like the one I would go to about everything and always the one that was there through all the stuff that I went through. I went through a house fire, went through a car wreck and it, he was there for it all and always there for me. And then when I started training, uh, we would butt heads sometimes just because we're family, you know, just how it is. But he was always there to help me and guide me in the beginning, and I really needed it. So, Not to dig too deep into the the heavier stuff, but through that stuff with like a house fire and a car wreck, do you think, especially so young, assuming it's obviously in your childhood and you're still growing up, do you think that that maybe gave you like a new perspective on life or like any takeaways from those experiences? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because especially the car wreck, um, it was... Like before that, I was just, I can't really remember much of it. I was just kind of going along. But uh, ever since the car wreck now, like, I'm just at a point, I'm like, I don't want to be questioning myself saying, what if when I'm older? So now if there's something I'm thinking of doing or want to do, I just do it. (laughs) Or I'll try to do it as long as it's able to be done. Yeah, yeah. And recently, I feel like, too, what is maybe one of those things in recent memory where you're like, kind of just said, screw it. I'm just going to do it because I want to. Um, well, there it's it kind of was a not spur of the moment thing, but it okay. happened very quickly. And it was when uh, I ended up at the show I work, ended up, you know, becoming a bad guy. And I was like. I was like, this is a bit of a change, but I was like, it's just, it's something I want to do. I want to go for it and try and see what happens. And I feel like it's went really well so far. So, I mean, it's a, it's a success in my book. Do you feel like like, you've kind of adapted to now that kind of crazier, like heel now? Do you feel that you've adapted strongly to it? Or would you say that there's a major difference in your demeanor going out there now? 
There is, I think there's a lot of a difference, but I say more so because as a baby, especially just towards the end of it, like when I came in, it was the new girl, she's his daughter and all this stuff. But I got very lost. And especially towards the end, you could probably tell watching it if you were at the show. But because I have people telling me, they're like, you look like you're not there. And I wasn't just I was at a point. And so then when I went and had the heel turn, uh, it's been very different. But I feel like I've adapted a lot, a lot quicker to it than I did coming in, like just the kind of crazier, edgier, more unpredictable. Uh, I feel like I've adapted a lot better to it. So sometimes we need those changes, especially like creative, like creative outlets when we're lost or kind of at a, at a block in our life. So it seems like that's definitely worked out for you now and you're progressing forward and now finding yourself and your character again, it feels like, which is good. And I mean, another character that you both, you and I love is the lovely Soraya, aka Paige, one of your childhood heroes. So, yes. I mean, I know you have many thoughts about this, but what do you think of her? I feel like the timing of this is just great. So, what do you think of her recent debut in AEW? And now I saw you see the slim possibility, but still a possibility of her returning to the ring. Oh my gosh. When I didn't even get to see it live because I was at work, but so when was I, I. It, yeah, I, when I was home the next day off and I saw it, I was like, there's no way. And then I went and watched it and like, it brought a tear to my eye just because she was someone, especially after the wreck, when I started watching her, AJ Lee, The Shield, CM Punk, the whole summer of punk that was going on at WWE, all of that was something I became very invested in. And I would say is one of the bigger reasons that I wanted to become a wrestler. Like she heavily inspired me. And so when I saw her come back, it kind of brought a tear to my eye because I was like, this is crazy you know and I was like it just the fact that it could ever even be a possibility of anything of her getting in the ring or of any point ending up somewhere where she might be just was mind-boggling to me but it's definitely something I am so happy about and I'm so happy to see her on TV again so me too and at this time of recording at this point in time she isn't medically cleared to compete but that's not to say that the AEW doctors couldn't clear her we don't really know exactly where that stands right now but as of now she is not medically cleared but obviously if she's in a ring kind of kind yeah. of maybe leaning towards some taking a few bumps or engaging in some action i mean we'll see what yeah. happens obviously your health comes first but soraya is now all elite which is a sentence i never thought i'd say i never thought i'd even see her return to the ring this soon granted it's been like four and a half five years but there, yeah. there's 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 some hope i mean in that locker room she's also been teasing kind of a thing with jamie Hayter. i saw on social media so if she were to return to the ring who are some competitors maybe in AEW that you would maybe want to see her like square off with i'm curious too oh gosh well i would want to see her work jamie Hayter because yeah. that's another one i really like um uh Britt baker um athena uh tony storm um and I've started watching a lot more. I've, I've become a lot more interested uh, watching Penelope Ford. And I'd be curious to see her and Soraya um, going in a match. But uh, I'll say there's, there's so many. It's hard to pick 
I know. I know. And this, again, this is all just assuming she returns or maybe she might be in a managerial role. We don't know. She literally just returned a couple days ago at the time of recording this. But uh, talking about interesting factors in life, too. I mean, we were talking about your dad earlier, but you basically grew up around wrestling your whole life. But it wasn't really until you were 15 or 16 that you really got into it. So what for you really flipped that switch or sparked the serious interest in pursuing this as a career? Um, well, uh, for a long time, ironically, until I was, until about after the car wreck, I was in about 14, 15 or 13, 14. Um, I did not like wrestling. I used to despise it. Mm -hmm. I would not want anything to do with it. They'd turn around home. I'd be gone in a different room. But after the car wreck, um, I was stuck at home for about six months, not really able to do anything. And so I started watching it and I started rewatching like the 2012, 2013 era of Raw and SmackDown. And there was Paige and AJ and all them, and they really got me into it. But then when I was about 15 or 16, uh, my cousin started training at the place that my dad wrestles at. And so it kind of was a, I was into it. And so I was like, yeah, I want to start training too. And uh, me and her both would go. But then uh, she ended up not working out, but I stuck around. I was like, I'm all in now. I need to stick with it. So it's become one of the biggest things of my life. So, yeah, wrestling for me too, kind of like, not that it's like a savior, but it's like a big part of my life, especially like in a good way. And it's helped shaped it too. And I mean, that's not the only thing that you've had serious interest in. You also have I would say a very well booming career so far in graphic design work, or you're at least on your way to doing that, obviously designing gear, poster graphics, match graphics, and so much more. So what really initially drew you in or when did you realize that you had these great skills in graphic design? So I was a very artistic person and in high school, especially around junior, senior year, Um, I would spend a lot of my time in art class drawing up gear designs that I'd want for myself and being like, oh, I want to do this or this and see how it looks. And then I started showing them like to my dad and to other people to show and they're like, those are pretty good. Or I'd show them like the posters I'd come up with fantasy poster stuff. And they, and they were like, yeah, if you want to make some, like we'll pay you to make some. And I was like, okay. So, uh, I, I started doing it like the gear and everything and the posters just off my own visions, but then people started noticing it. And so it really picked up. Um, But it's definitely uh, one of my hobbies now. It's another thing I enjoy doing all the time, just because I'm a very artistic person. Mm -hmm. And so it's a nice, uh, another outlet to be able to get it out on rather than just like drawing or painting. So. Yeah, it kind of intertwines two things that you love. And you obviously design a lot of graphics and ring gear in pro wrestling. So, But I'm very curious, what was the first ring gear or graphic you actually designed related to wrestling? Obviously, besides your own. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see. The first graphic I did was... I got to think about that. I believe the first one I did was for a poster for... um the promotion that I work for. He was like, Hey, I'll give you 20 bucks. If uh, you do this poster for me, because I had been talking about it heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was for one of the bigger shows we had at a school. Um, 
And then once I did that, now every other month or every so often, he'll have me do it because he's got another guy that does them too. So we kind of flip flop. But um, yeah, that's the first one I had. Okay. Okay. And obviously you're still going strong in that too. Is there a certain design that you are particularly the most proud of and why? Um, I would say there was, I made something, uh, what was it? I made it, it was a, something I had made for myself. It was like a social media background thing for Banners. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. But, um, it was like, pink and green and it had like it looked super cool and super edgy um that was one of my favorite things and then there was a poster I made for um for another promotion I can't think of it off the top of my head but it was a suicide awareness poster which is something that I you know had a, a lot of thoughts on and so it was really cool to be able to make that Especially for such an important cause. I, I have my degree in psychology and that's been something that's been near and dear to my heart to my whole life is mental health awareness. And obviously this is suicide prevention month going on at the time of recording this. And so that's a factor that has affected a lot of people too. And especially in pro wrestling up until oh. recent years where it kind of wasn't taken as seriously, we've made a lot of great strides, but obviously there's still a lot of other work to be done, but I'm glad that you were able to kind of intertwine that and do it for a good cause too. And I mean, too, we are talking about your ring gear. Obviously, I've seen you pitch yourself to Jordan Grace before. But if you could design a ring gear for any professional wrestler of the past or present, who would be your number one dream client? Maybe as I'm saying this, it might be Soraya or AJ as I'm saying this. But I'm curious, who would be your number one dream client? I would actually probably say my dream client would be Rhea Ripley. Because she is my absolute favorite wrestler in WWE right now. Um, but yeah, it would be, yeah, it would be her. It would be her. And then Soraya would be like right under it. Okay. But I love Rhea Ripley and she heavily inspired all my designs for myself. So it would be a dream to be able to design something for her. Yeah, she's she's got the black studs. She's got obviously like the leather going on here. Sometimes the latex, it's like very, very cutting edge. Yeah, definitely. And that kind of kind of intertwines with my next question. Anyway, we have to talk about your ring gear, too. And so obviously you said Rhea Ripley was one of the sources for kind of inspiration. So what other outlets or stories you have maybe behind your most recent? I believe it's red, black and silver ring gear with like these very like cool, like shape designs going on there. I'm very curious to know more about that. Oh, OK. So um, there. Yeah, so the red and black and silver, um, I ended up getting that. It was like a custom colored thing because I had seen the design somewhere else and I was like, this is super cool. Mm -hmm. But I reached out, I was like, hey, can you get this in red? Because I always thought, especially as, you know, a heel, uh, red and black are very much evil colors. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this would be really cool. And I always wanted to get it in red anyways. So I ended up getting it. And then I got uh, the kick pads that I have coming in, which I haven't been seen yet, but they're, they kind of give the illusion that I'm wearing wrestling boots because they have silver stripes and then mm -hmm. lacing and then black outline on them. 
And I remember I got the original kick pads that were like that. And everyone was like, are you wearing boots? And I was like, no, I'm wearing, I'm wearing kick pads and shoes. And they're like, it looks like boots. And I'm like, I don't, uh, the constriction on the boots kind of gets to me a little bit when I'm going. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to be able to find something that kind of was, um, an alternative to it, but still kind of look like it, but the red and gear, red and black gear, uh, is one of my favorites and I, it's one of the ones I feel most confident in. So, uh, it wasn't like a light bulb, like, Oh, this would be a cool design. I drew it up or anything, but it was something that I was like, yeah, this would be neat. I'll give it a try. And it's become one of my favorites. So now I've seen you pair this, obviously you have the very detailed pants going on and you have a black top with like fishnets on top, but I've also seen in the past, you kind of had a similar like red, black, white jacket that you displayed on your Instagram. Have you paired those together before? Um, I have not. I've the leather jackets, I have them, but I've been very few and far in between wearing them recently okay. just because of it being hot. But I have not paired it yet, but I would say it's right over here in my bin that's beside my bed. So it might be something I might do tonight. Who knows? It, it is fall now and we're going to get into winter soon. So I'm curious too. I mean, those, I feel like those are very detailed. I saw the one, there was a face on the back of it. I don't know how skilled you are in like painting and all that. Was that yourself that you did or did you have it like custom made? The, I think, I think it was, was it blue and black, but there was like a face on the back of the one jacket that I saw. Um, the blue and black one, uh, yeah, that one I actually found because I'd went to the mall mm -hmm. with uh, my dad and them and we were going school shopping, but I had some extra money saved up and I was just like, you know, if I find something cool, if I don't, it is what it is. But we went in this one store and it was like my dream store, all these custom like leather jackets and designs and they were so cool. And that's where I got my blue one from. And I saw it and I was like, dad, I have to have this. And he was like, you have to have that. That looks fantastic. So he pitched in a little bit of money and we ended up getting it. But um, it's a store I went back to more than once. Uh, I got my blue one from there. I got um, I got my pink one that I have that I've only worn a few times from there. Uh, but it is by far my favorite store. Uh, so I didn't make it myself, but that's definitely something that I plan on doing in the future is like kind of painting a design on it myself at some point. But no, that's definitely a great skill to have. I was just very curious to that. What, like, what name, what is the name of the store? Because I'm jealous. Like, I want to know, I want to see a store where there's like just leather jackets everywhere because that's like a staple that I love to have too. So like, I'm very curious. Uh, the store I think was, um, it was in Ohio where okay. I went to, I think it was called Akira. Okay. I say it's one, um, I didn't even realize it after the fact, but it's the same store that Diamante would get a lot of her gear her like stuff she would wear for concerts from mm. so I thought that was a pretty cool connection when I noticed it but yeah I love that store <laughs> it was meant to be and of course we look forward to now as the the seasons change and it gets a little bit colder now there's even more of a reason to wear a jacket so maybe we'll see some new jackets from you in the future we'll have to stay tuned but in your work professionally, um, I know a lot of your goals, I, I should say, as you grow in your work professionally, I know one of your goals is to also grow as a person. So even in just the last year alone, since you've spoken this goal into existence, I believe it was actually like a year ago, two days ago, when you kind of put this out into the universe, what are some of the ways you've seen yourself grow personally over the last year? 
Um, especially with um, my job change and everything and uh, with all that and just a lot of social, like I've become a much more social person, um, much more, especially since I started my uh, new job when I left the nursing home, I've become much more willing to, you know, stand my ground on things or just say things and not be as afraid to say it because I'm like no this is how I feel or this is what I think I'm gonna say it it's my opinion there it is um I've become a lot a lot more um able to stand up for myself in a sense or almost able to just be myself because like I said I got very lost for a period of time and I was just kind of like I don't even know anymore I don't know what I am I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I want but um, over the last year, I've grown a lot um, just mentally. I've mentally and now I'm just a lot more uh, a lot more happy with myself and where I am. Like I used to be thinking so far ahead and where I wanted and being down because I wasn't there. And now I'm just like, you're doing great right where you are. You're doing fantastic. You know, I've got a lot more confidence in myself. So uh, that's the biggest thing for me. But it's been a lot different a year ago I would have thought I was insane if I had known what I know now so yeah and I mean you're basically still growing up you're just about to turn 20 in a couple of months and so you're you're still growing up in a sense to obviously working doing wrestling doing your graphic design work and all of that too so I think that that I think is actually a really great sign of like maturity and obviously confidence sometimes comes with age I still myself struggle with it I turn 25 next month that's something everybody has their own unique journey to but it definitely seems that you've progressed even in just a year which is really impressive and to close things out what are some of your personal or professional goals you'd like to accomplish this next year hmm in this next year I think it's something I've kind of dabbled in a little bit this year but next year I think I really want to start um putting myself out there more being on more shows doing more traveling um I've faced a couple bigger names this year uh I've faced Billy Starks I've faced Alice Crowley um I've faced a couple other ones but I just want to really put myself on the map and be like hey I'm here and I'm here to stay and really let people be able to see who I am now more um as I find myself more. So that's a big thing for me. Definitely too. I mean, you face some big names. I love my girl, Billy Starks. Alice Crowley has obviously made her return over to wrestling in the last couple of months. So manifesting those for you, I'm so excited for your future. And before we let you go here today, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you and your graphic design work on uh, social media? So on Twitter, you can find me at, uh, at McRoberts Bailey. Um, and then on Facebook, I have the same thing. Uh, it's just my name. And then my graphic design page is called BD graphics. So it's got a cute little laptop and a skull on it. So, um, and then I also have Instagram at Supreme wrestling Bailey. Um, and then I have a YouTube channel that I haven't been posting on very much, but I'm going to get back into it. So I have that too. So if you want to find me, I'm at any of those or I wrestle just about every Saturday at the show I work at now, which is Supreme Wrestling at 2520 Lanier Drive, Madison, Indiana. So if any of y'all are near there and want to come see me, I'll be there. So 
she'll be there and ironically we're filming this on a saturday so she has a show <laughs> tonight i assume right yeah yes well bailey thank you so much for joining me here today it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you and manifesting your goals for the future i have high hopes for you thank you thank you so much for having me